This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. You must know that one, Bundes. Yeah, that's, uh, I like this album, The Great Escape Artist, Jane's Addiction. It's a good album. Love the song I'll Hit You Back off that album. I think it's number five. But uh, yeah, it's a good song. It's so cool when you remember what number the song was on an album. That really shows oh, you yeah. like what era it was, because I have albums like that too, where you only remember that what track number it was. That's so cool. Yeah, I remember this record because it's like this is like uh, early 2010s or something like that, and it was like a Jane's Addiction resurgence. Um, and I was actually quite pleased because usually when a band kind of like hasn't put out a record in a while, it never as good as like what they did back in the heyday. Like, yeah. And this was pretty good. I honestly thought that like the lead singer of Jane's Addiction had died. Not the case. I don't think so. I don't think well, so. Happened recently. Here's the song that Bundes was just talking about. I'll hit you back. Track five. Dave Navarro's such a wicked guitar player, man. man. Such a douchey guy, though. But yeah. handsome, so good looking, like almost pretty. Just to see the bigger picture. Does Perry Farrell do anything now? I don't know. Not sure. I don't know if Dave Navarro does anything anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah. Dave Navarro, what was he featured on? Did he have his own reality show, or was he on... uh, Didn't he do some, like, rehab thing with Carmen Electra, or or one of those reality shows? Uh, I almost want to say Celebrity Apprentice or something. Didn't he do that uh, Inked show? Ink Masters, yes. Ink Masters. Oh, my God. I was getting into Ink Masters. He did have a Till Death Do Us Part with Carmen Electra. He did have a reality show. So they're married, right? Are they still together? Who knows? Anyway, it doesn't matter. They they are do- they were done in 2007. Ah, uh, gotcha. Well, the reason why I was sort of inspired to play some Jane's Addiction is uh, they were featured in a new documentary on drummers. So the drummer, uh, whatever his name is, uh, something Perkins. What the hell is his name? I don't remember. 
it was uh, damn Stephen Perkins. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he was featured in this uh, documentary about drummers. It's called Count Me In, and uh, I just watched it yesterday. It's really good. It's uh, you know, it gives you an appreciation for all these drummers. They have like the the female drummer. I forget her name from Lenny Kravitz. Oh they my gosh, have, she's actually, so badass. They have a bunch of female drummers on there. They had a, I didn't realize, but I guess there was a point when Motley Crue were touring that Tommy Lee couldn't tour with them, and they brought on a female drummer who had done some other stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't remember her name. I don't remember anyone's name in this, but it's really cool because it just looks. They got like the drummer from the Police and some of the old bands and. Uh, uh, like white zombie and and they're just talking about how they got into it and the importance of the drums oh it's and so cool I think you would like it a lot Bundes I'm more on YouTube probably <laughs> well I always was so impressed with Lenny Kravitz drummer um, oh she's good she's yeah. not only incredibly good but also incredibly sexy and would usually be playing in a bikini and I'm just like fuck yeah wow I know her last name is Santana <laughs> And I don't, I'm wondering if... Uh, Beautiful fro, you know. She's yeah. just had so much pre- stage presence. I wonder if she's related to, like, if she's either married to Carlos Santana or Carlos Santana's kid. Oh, really? Well, I, her name is uh, Cindy Blackman Santana. Oh, cool. Uh, let's see Spouse here. is Carlos Santana. They, it, they were married in 2010. They oh, were really? married. So mm. she's... Oh my God, she's 61. No way. Yeah. So that's even more impressive that she was wearing a bikini in all those Lenny Kravitz videos. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I guess some of those videos have been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking like, are you going to go my way area of Lenny Kravitz? Yeah. What era was that? Like early 2000s? Early 90s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while, so but good. anyway, uh, Count Me In is the documentary if you want to check it out. Can we get some appreciation for Lenny Kravitz for just a second? Kravitz is dope, man. Just as you were like... <laughs> and, oh, my God. And, like, he could do that, and then he also wrote Justify My Love for Madonna. Like, that's crazy. Did he do that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. My understanding of Lenny Kravitz, too, is that he had some big songs that were ready to go, uh-huh. and he uh, didn't put them out right away because he didn't want to move to the next level of stardom. Like, he wanted to stay what? at this, like, kind of, you know, smaller scale. Yeah. Like Mr. Cab Driver early era of I, Lenny I, Kravitz. It wasn't that. Like, what was Lenny Kravitz's first monster hit, do you think? Mr. Cab Driver. No. Or was it not Are Let you Love Rule? Way? Yeah. Might have been that one. Are you going to go my way? Oh, you mean like monster, like, like Let first, Love Rule. His first, like, number one or, or big song. I think it was Let Love Rule. Let it ain't love. over till it's over. I mean, those are, those are big songs, but yeah. th- that was a little bit later. Mama Said. My Mama Said, maybe, yeah. was I the sh- first one. My uh, my sister was like that age group for, for him. Like She was like a little, she's 16 years older than me. So I just kind of got into him because of her. And she was listening to him all the time because that was like the Columbia House days when the records would show up and you'd get the, a bunch of albums that you weren't anticipating. So <laughs> Lenny's album, uh, first album, 1989, yeah. Let Love Rule, uh, I Built This Garden for Us and Mr. Cab Driver are on that record. Okay, so there you go. maybe it's one of those. He just held it back until they, well, whatever. 
Maybe. Uh, well, those weren't the big bangers. Like maybe he was holding on to some of those later songs that were on the big records that were yeah. more commercially successful. Right? Anyway, I love that you say, oh, can we just give a little appreciation to Lenny Kravitz? Like he doesn't get enough appreciation as it is now. Like, give me a break. That guy's, uh, he's n- there's no shortage of appreciation for Lenny Kravitz. Oh, the Both- scarf, his scarf. Remember his scarf that he was rocking in like New York City two years ago? And he basically started that massive blanket scarf phase. It was a whole thing. Like you'd go in a store and say, I'd like a blanket scarf. That was Lenny Kravitz who started that. Even before the NBA player there. Who was it? Uh, the, the Toronto Raptor who was also rocking the scarves. The blanket scarf? Yeah, the massive <laughs> scarf. One of them was known for the massive scarf. Oh, really? I don't think Serge? It, uh, Serge Ibaka. Yeah, I think it was Serge Ibaka. <laughs> I think you're right. It's a good look, guys. I wonder if that's like the look for fall again this year, the massive blanket scarf. I do I, really like that. It's, and it's like warm too, right? It is. Not that big though. I, 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 yeah, it's too big. It'd get in the way. It's like a duvet, you know. It's it's great because it can also be like a picnic blanket or, you know, it, it is a blanket essentially. I, I think we need a store that sells just scarves. We have stores that sell socks. Hats. Hats, shoes. But rarely, I mean, there might be a scarf section within a store, <laughs> but like a store that just carries every kind of scarf, like a, a scarf that a guy could wear in the summer. You know, the full winter one. Right. The, full, the one that you guys want. The Bundes, uh, you know, like the Lenny Kravitz, massive, like <laughs> sleeping bag. Like yeah. it's scarf. Speaking of scarves, like one, uh, two points. One, you don't see the summer scarf anymore unless you're in the desert like there there was a there was a period there where dudes yes. were wearing scarves all the time in yes, the summer yes that's mm-hmm. gone um and two why are scarves so goddamn expensive sometimes like you can mm. get like a cheap one sure at h&m but there's a lot of scarves that are a hundred dollars to like four hundred dollars it's because of the label that's on it that's why wild yeah do you remember yeah. like that t-shirt scarf phase it was like a scarf that was essentially t-shirt fabric so just like a thin co- and it was skinny and you'd kind of just wrap it around your neck a couple of times yeah, i have a million of them in, in my closet that i never wear you should wear one bring it back yeah. I, I did really love being scarf guy like that was it dresses up like a casual t-shirt right yeah totally you wear them to clubs all the time back in the day i always wore one on stage a scarf and i haven't seen anybody wear one in i don't know like eight years i would say that uh in speaking of lenny kravitz and his version of the scarf is that guy could wear anything doesn't oh matter i i would put him Absolutely. in my top five of guys <laughs> that i would like to be I'd like to look at and look like, sorry, if I was reincarnated. <laughs> yes. You know, David Beckham, Lenny Kravitz. Yeah. Uh, maybe Harry Styles. Oh, yeah. Who else would there Great be? Great choices. I'll, I'll leave it at those three. I'll leave the other two <laughs> spots open for now. But yeah, if I could be reincarnated looking like anybody, even without the musical talent, just looking that mm. hot. It's almost frustrating. Yeah, well, they have the genes, but then they also work at it, though. You'd also have to do the work to maintain the physique. Are you willing to do that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, if I look that good. If you already have that foundation, why not yeah. tweak like if I it? Like, if I work out, who am I going to look like? Bald guy who's got muscles. What's the... I mean, uh, the only person you could probably say is like pretty good looking as a bald, muscular guy would be like a Jason Statham. But I, yes. I wouldn't put him in my top twenty for people I'd want to look at. If, he's sexy. Like, he's sexy. Yeah, yeah. He's married to a former Victoria's Secret model. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong, handsome, but I'd take a full head of hair than have to shave my head like he does. But would you? Okay, that's a good question. Would you rather be ripped like Jason Statham and badass like him? Because yeah. that's still going to get you the girls. Okay, or you have hair but you're kind of weenie. 
Very good question, Bundus. Um, or uh, like Be- say Harry Styles overweight, <laughs> like no physique, but the face and the hair. <laughs> oh God, I might go with the hair. I might no! go with the hair. You know what? In that case, I would go. Not ween. I'd rather be bald, but like yes. cool and badass and ripped like yes. Jason Which is yeah. an interesting point because one of them is achievable for you. You can get ripped if you want to. Yeah, but his face is different than my face. Like it, he's ripped and that's great and you can have muscles, but he, his face is so manly. His it's head, very his, chiseled. his chin and all that. Like I don't have that. Even I could lift as many weights as you could throw on me, you know, wouldn't make a difference to how my chin shape was unless I had plastic surgery. But you do have a very good beard. You can change the shape of your, your chin yeah, with it's, your beard. It's, a, it's fake though. It's fake. It's like, uh, you <laughs> nobody know, notices. Uh, that. I don't know, man. There's lots of like good looking ripped bald dudes out there. I see lots of like yeah. hipster, hipster dudes with like wicked beards and yeah. they wear like suspenders behind the bar. And, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. And they're ripped and stuff, dude. What yeah. about Fashion Santa? That dude is hot, man. If I was a chick, I'd be like, yo, let me date Fashion, fashion Santa. Fashion Santa's not bald, dude. <laughs> but like, I could picture, white hair. Yeah. But I could picture, I could picture yeah. him without it, you know? <laughs> just take it out, like, you know, open up MSM paint and just kind of white out the rest of his hair. And then you get an idea of what a, what a bald guy with a beard yeah. looks like. Fashion Santa, I'm just looking at a picture of him. He does have a little bit of a receding hairline. There though. you go. It's back a bit, but he does have a lot of hair. It could be him. Yeah. Fashion Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, I, I don't know what to tell you. I, um, You're going to get lived, ripped. I've lived with a shaved head for a long enough time that I would love to have a full head of hair Right. Again. Just for funsies. Probably more than muscles. As crazy as that sounds, right? Uh, have we got a daily take two for you? Do we ever? We're doing all the stuff there, right? The five-parter? Got it all. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk about like people who had food <laughs> tossed at them as they were just walking, minding their own business, including my own personal story. Bunnis has a great story from his buddy. Yeah. And we got a lot of calls and stuff on that, so don't go anywhere. Daily take two is next. Thanks for checking out the podcast. episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright chloe blazer for brunch find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It is Tucker Amora. 
If you find yourself out and about buying a slushy, be it a froster, a slurpee, a slush puppy, and you happen to notice that there are a couple of guys in there and they're stocking up, they're buying all kinds of slushies, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what you got to do. You got to call the police because they might be up to no good. What do you mean? Well, there's kind of a trend uh, on social media and it's just like people behaving badly with slushies. Uh, a couple of YouTubers... Uh, just got busted. They were uh, committing a series of drive-by slushy attacks. Oh, God. That they film and then post online. And essentially what they do is they just drive by unsuspecting victims mm. and then they throw the slushy at them. Ha, ha, ha. And then it explodes on them and they get it on video and then they post it. And That's the worst. And you know what? When I saw this story, I was reminded of when it happened to me. You've been slushied? I've I've been a victim of a (laughs) drive-by drink attack. (laughs) It wasn't a slushy. (laughs) Okay. But I was out running. I was going down like Like, Oxford Street. You're out for a job? I'm right in Oak Ridge, okay? Thank God the sidewalk was set in a little bit from the street. You know, you had the street, then you got like some grass, then you got the sidewalk. Yeah, one of those. And all of a sudden, this drink explodes right by my feet. Somebody threw their drink at me. It didn't hit me, but I got some of the uh, shrapnel, if you will. Like I was in the blast zone and my legs got splattered. They drove by and tossed a drink at you? At me and then drove off. I don't know if they filmed it. I don't know if they posted it anywhere. I wasn't able to get like a plate number or anything. (laughs) And uh, it was just like one of those moments in my life where I wish I had, like, superpowers, you know? Mm. Like, I'm just out there minding my own business, doing my thing. <laughs> they throw the drink. <laughs> and then I'd run, like, super fast towards them. Right. Almost fly, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. i catch up to the car. Mm. I think you forgot something, gentlemen. <laughs> How would you like your drink back? Let me insert this right here. <laughs> Where did you insert it? I didn't... Uh... I don't want to tell you. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> I missed that. Wow. I but get I you. Just, I just wish I could have caught up and just rammed that drink right down their faces. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah friend of mine he he told me this funny story he was driving and um a lady kind of cut him off and like tried to get in front of him so he gave her a little honk right like what are you doing and then shortly after that honk they get stopped at a red light Oof. i guess he kind of like you know had his hand out the window and was like what the hell was wrong with you Mm. yeah yeah she had a a frosty Mm, yeah. Delicious, yeah, yeah, and a sunroof above. So she launched the frosty out the sunroof. <laughs> no, and it smoked his windshield, yeah, like just frosty no. covered windshield. Why are you loving that, Mora? <laughs> she committed the driving infraction. Well, 
he gave her a little. He gave her the honk. Give her the honk in the eye. You don't need to continue at the lights with the hands in the air. Get over yourself. Oh, citizen's arrest. (laughs) (laughs) Calm down. He kind of deserved it. Although I'm sad that she wasted an entire frosty. But it landed. How are you taking her side in this? I don't see that at all. I just think he should have calmed down. (laughs) I got to admit, like, it's pretty impressive. Like, and a frosty's super thick, right? So you get the wipers going, and it's just like. All that sugar would make everything sticky. <laughs> oh, she got him. Yeah. What did he do after that? He lost. He did uh, he nothing. Lo- yeah, yeah, that yeah. was it. That was it. You know, you have to tuck your tail and you got to pull over and wipe that stuff off your windshield. <laughs> she wins. You're, you're done. What about me jogging? Are you going to take the person who threw it at me side? Like, well, I do wonder what was going on with your jog. Socks were pulled up too high. He's like, Socks too high. Throw a drink at him. Oh, God. <laughs> Tucker and Mora, we're talking about the uh, YouTubers that got busted after they committed a series of drive-by slushy attacks. I've been at the receiving end of a drive-by drink attack. I was just minding my own business <laughs> out for a little joggy jog. Somebody drove by and whipped their drink at me. Yeah, they got gotcha. you. They got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Nick wanted to share a story. Uh, what's going on, Nick? So years ago, I went out to visit my brother in Guelph on Canada Day. And, uh, you know, you go down, I forget what the park is called, but uh, where they let off all the fireworks and stuff. Speedville Park. We're walking home, and there's a ride program going on. And we're, we're just walking up. It's probably like 500 meters, and a beer can gets thrown right at me. It's open. Mm. It just smokes me. But luck, luckily for me, I had my bicycle with me. Oh. So I hopped on my bike. Ran through the gears yeah! all the way, caught up. I gave him a piece of my mind. Yeah! <laughs> what did you say to him? I just, I don't remember. You know, you're you're upset. You're covered in beer, and uh, I'm pretty sure there's some things that I can't say on the air. Uh, yeah, 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 you gave him a piece of your mind. So this guy was driving and tossed a beer before he got to the ride program. Well, there was a bunch of people in the car. Ah, oh, so they're just getting rid of the beers and they're oh. like, ah, oh, why not shoot it at that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you saying that you caught up to the ride program and snitched on them? No, I didn't snitch oh, on okay. them. There was like, you know, when there's like uh, a lot of cars uh, lined up to go through it. Yeah, I they were stuck. They were stuck. Like- yeah. Hey, thanks, Nick. Appreciate the story. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. Deb, you got a story about drink attacks? I do. I was uh, on the inside lane and I got stopped by a parked car. So I had to, you know, come out into the live lane. So I was waiting until it was safe to do so. And there was a bit of a curve. So, you know, I came into the lane, but some guy comes flying around the curve like so fast. So I end up cutting the guy off. Well, he gets all pissed off at me. So I'm, you know, giving the F you back in the whole nine yards. And so his buddy in the passenger, he throws a milk at my little Honda. I'm like, oh, no, no. We ain't having this. So I catch up to him at a red light. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You catch up to him. <laughs> yeah. So he's like one car ahead of me, but now one lane to the right. So I got the, my moonroof open on my car, and uh, I about to grab my nice hot coffee and I look down and I'm like, 
Wait a minute. I got yesterday's coffee still sitting here. Nice! Oh. Old stanky coffee! Oh. Woo! Yeah! And? Out the roof. My hand goes with that coffee, and it was just, I mean, I probably couldn't do it twice in a row, to be honest with you. It was so perfect, landed right in the middle, and I mean, it just smeared his nice, shiny. Yeah! yeah. Like that Kawhi Leonard shot, you know? Right, like yeah. just perfect timing. Uh, Everything worked out. Perfect timing. That's a great story, Deb. I'm living vicariously through you because I never caught up to the people who attacked me. Thanks so much for coming on our show. Have a good day, guys. Tucker and Mora, we've been talking about those thugs who got busted after committing a series of drive-by slushy attacks on unsuspecting victims and... We were talking to, to people who have been on the receiving end of a drink attack. And uh, Emily had a story for us. What is it, Emily? What's going on? So I was working at McDonald's with my best friend. a year off after high school and just worked there full time. And uh, I don't know, working at McDonald's is like the best place to learn customer service. You'd never believe how angry people get. Mm-hmm. I worked at drive through once for McHappy Day, and I couldn't believe how grumpy people were at the drive through window. I know. It's horrible. Um, I can't remember exactly what this lady was mad about. Probably we were out of something. Who knows? Um, so my friend handed her her drinks, like her pop, and then she just lost it and threw all four of them back at my friend's face. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, all over her face. And then... The, the lady was banned from our McDonald's for, I think, ever. Like, she's not allowed to come. <laughs> How do they enforce that, though? They're yeah. like, wait a second, wait a second. That's plate number CRAD155. Get them out of the lineup. Did you yeah. guys yell, like, you're banned? Yeah, well, we got our supervisor because we were team leads or whatever they're called. So I was like, I'm banning her. And then my supervisor's like, yeah, she's definitely banned. So we talked to her and was like, you're banned from this McDonald's. You can't come back. Don't come back. And yeah, she, it was horrible. And then I think she had, she came back once and she got ice cream. And somebody didn't know she was banned. And then she threw the ice cream. At <sighs> no. But don't you guys have cameras that would record license plates and you could easily just like call the cops on them? I don't know. I'm from a super small town, so I don't know if our McDonald's was that oh, sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thought that, that that would be like easily, you know, a form of assault. Yeah. That they could be charged. It sounds and like that it's, she you got know. off doing that to people. Yeah. You know, that's not cool. Like, that's no. terrible. But I feel like everybody needs to work in customer service just once, just so you know how to treat people when you're at a drive-thru or a cafe. Like, I've worked at a cafe, too. I couldn't believe how some people won't even look you in the eye. Right? Terrible. You're their servants in that moment, you know? You're, yeah. Bow down! (laughs) When I started dating my boyfriend, he was awful at that stuff, and I got on it. I was like, you need to say thank you. You need to clean up after yourself. You need to this, that. You need to learn. Yeah, I, I know that's a huge turnoff when people are dating, like especially first dates. How they treat their server is mm-hmm. like a a massive like indication of what kind of person they can be. Mm-hmm. So you've managed to yeah. turn your boyfriend around. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Good work. Good yeah. work. Hey, Emily, thanks so much. Yeah, no problem. You guys have a great day. Wow. Uh, one little story has spawned many others. <laughs> Lots of people chiming in on this discussion. We're talking about, you know, that time you... Uh, either witnessed or were on the receiving end of a drink attack. Maybe you're out on the street. Someone throws a drink at you as they drive by. There's been different variations of stories that involve that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike has got a story for us. Uh, what happened? So a couple of years ago, I was driving to uh, Mississauga, going on the QEW, and, and uh, you know, this guy was weaving in and out of traffic and, you know, causing a panic to everybody. And so, you know, I seen him coming up in my mirror, and I was slowing down, and, uh, he went and he, he squeezed himself in between me and another car and got really close. So, you know, I kind of rode his bumper a little bit and he, uh, I ended up passing him and I cut him off just, you know, just because I got some road rage. But. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you taught him a lesson. Yeah. I, I, I sometimes teach people lessons. I don't cut them off, but I sometimes give them a little break job, you know, if they're behind me tailgating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so anyways, you know, he, he reels his window down, and I see this water bottle, you know, in his hand, so I was like, nah, there's no way he's going to throw it. So I sped up a bit, and and the guy launches the water bottle, just almost hit the back of my windshield, and we were going so fast that the, the water bottle pretty well froze in midair and hit the, the passenger side of his windshield and just smashed the windshield, and all of a sudden I see his car being pulled over to the side, so I guess... Uh, <laughs> he smashed his own windshield with the water bottle. He smashed his own windshield. I'm assuming that bottle was right full. So you can imagine hitting a full water bottle at 125 kilometers an hour. So I, I don't understand how he hit his own car, though. So he threw it. I was in front of him. Oh. He tried to throw it at my back window. <laughs> That's the best. That's the best. He did it to himself. Teach him how to cut people off. Yeah, yeah. Karma right there. Hey, Micah, thanks a lot. Thank you. Have a good day. Ian. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. You got a story about a drink attack? Yeah, this one went wrong for the guy, though. Uh, We're driving down the QE, my wife and I, and we're towing my boat. And we got a strap on the boat that's coming a little loose. So I pull over the shoulder and check the strap and... All's good. We pull out on the highway. I'm looking, find a nice gap, and I pull out. And obviously, this gap wasn't big enough for this guy. So I'm getting off at the next exit, and uh, he comes past me, and he opens his window, but he only opens it like halfway down, and he tries to launch his Tim Hortons at me, his coffee, and it just explodes. His arm hits the window, and it just explodes all over him. Yeah! So I just pointed and laughed. What is wrong with people and who wastes their own morning coffee? I would never well, he, do that with my precious it. coffee. He still had his coffee, but he yeah. wouldn't wear it. He yeah. had to lick it off his car. <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. That's hey, too funny. Hey, thanks, Ian. Appreciate it. We were talking about how um, these guys got in trouble because they had been uh, throwing frosters and slushies at people. In kind of like a drive-by slushying, slushying. <laughs> and they were posting the videos online. They've been arrested, and then it like we open the floodgates to people just telling stories of how they've been attacked. 
by food items. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eric has a story for us that he wanted to share. So go ahead, Eric. What happened? When we were all hanging out as friends, when we were like 18 or 20, we would get into the same car all together. We'd go to Tim Hortons, pick up some old-fashioned Timbits just to make sure that they were uh, nice and hard. And we can drive around and uh, find some unsuspected bus stop waiters. Oh. And uh, not fast and not trying to cause any harm, but we would <laughs> chuck it at them and uh, see their expressions. It was uh, oh. <laughs> more oh. <laughs> At least toss the good ones. The sour cream glazed or the chocolate. The honey dip, man. Come on. That barely hurt. If it, they're so light and fluffy. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, that's uh, been what we did for fun. And uh, then if we had to cut it all short because uh, in our area, somebody ended up uh, using a pellet gun on somebody driving by at a bus stop and uh, we were scared we'd get caught for that. Yeah, you didn't want to be implicated in that crime. Exactly. We figured out that we were pretty much doing the same crime even though we were only using Timbits. Yeah, yeah, it's assault. It's assault. I mean, you know. And you know what's crazy is you're not, I've never heard of it, but you're not the only one to to text us about Timbitting. It's a thing. It's totally a thing. There's a name for it? They Tim call it bidding. Tim Bidding? And do, well, what's so gratifying about it? Do they explode upon impact? or Just to see their reactions. It's just for the fun of it. And most people turn, to laugh, turn around and laugh. Right? So. Huh. Bundes, Bundes, you're at the bus stop, which of course would never happen because the guy only drives everywhere he goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's just say you're standing out on the street. Someone throws an old-fashioned Timbit at you, and uh, I'm not laughing. I'm chasing that car down. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're like calling an Uber. You're like, all right, follow that car. Yeah. Karma will get you back one day. You know that, eh? You're going to go and order like a 20-pack of Timbits, and just for karma, you're going to open it up, and it's going to be filled with only old-fashioned Timbits. And that'll be your punishment, having to try and eat those. Yeah, those will go straight in the garbage. Yeah, take it easy. My kid actually loves old-fashioned Timbits. My daughter. It's like the plain grandma one. I was going to say, it's not bad, man. It goes goes down well with coffee, man. It's perfect with coffee, not too sweet. (laughs) Oh, God. I I know a lot of people that love old-fashioned Timbits or old-fashioned donuts in, in general. Yeah, but most of those people are over 70 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Take it easy. Uh, Thank you so much. Take care, guys. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.